In a previous episode, we talked about good guys that might actually not be that good. And that got me thinking about their opposite. Bad guys that may actually be good or might have had a point. I'm Steve Roller. I'm Willie. And with us today is my good friend and villain enthusiast. Alejandro. You can call me Alex, though. And uh, Willie's son. Noah. Welcome to Steve Roller and Willie Podcast. Now, when I started thinking about this uh, this topic, uh, I initially just, the, the first thing I thought of was uh, Megamind, because he's literally the villain that turns good, be- and his only reason for being a villain was because the good guy existed. And he's literally just been treated like crap, uh, and he became the villain out of default because the hero was basically his nemesis all the way through like whatever schooling they went through, and his entire life. I feel like you picked this topic just for me. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But I feel like that's just a little too on the nose for me. So I came up with some other ones. Did you come up with any? Yeah, I, I was looking up a few. And what, what did you come up with? Uh, well, I was thinking above, uh, you know, probably a popular one as uh, Magneto from X-Men. Uh, Magneto. Typically set up to be an antagonist in the X-Men. But when you think about it... All he really wanted was for like the, the equal treatment of mutants. Pretty much the same thing Xavier was fighting for, just he did it in a different way. He was a Holocaust survivor, and he knew what humanity was capable of, the like hatred and stuff like that. And I think that that contributed to the way he actually acted, was the fact that he saw what humanity was capable of. You think the Avengers Civil War kind of copied off the X-Men storyline? Not entirely. Like, I feel like the whole thing with Avengers Civil War was that the government wanted to control superheroes so they didn't become supervillains. Yeah, but they were fighting each other, though, right? Yeah, because some people thought the government was a good that's, idea. That's what the X-Men, too. Some of them believe that, you know, you know. I mean, yes, it's a common theme that there's two sides. So in the comic books, it came out first, like the Avengers fighting each other or the X-Men which, which came what? We came first, like with the comic books, like the X Men fighting, you know, Magneto's X Men or mutants, or was Avengers fighting themselves? Uh, I'm not entirely certain. I know movie wise, the X Men came first, but in the comics, I am not sure. I don't know. What do you say, Alex? Uh, I'm not sure either, but in my opinion, probably X Men came first because the Avengers was just a collection of all of them. So you know, you can't have a group unless you have them already existed right. previously. So that's just I just wanted to I guess put it in there because the X Men is basically like a civil war. You know, you got one group, Magneto's group versus you know Professor Xavier's group, and yeah, I I don't know. Well, you know, they're just two groups with the same goal, which is different different ways of trying to achieve it. You know. Being, you know, the so-called villain, I say they're just a product of their environment. I wouldn't call them villains, per se. But why they consider Magneto a villain, though? Like, you know. Probably because he kills people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The way he goes about it is a bit extremist. But, I mean, time and time again, humanity kind of proved that they wanted to kill the mutants because they saw them as a threat. Yeah, but they wanted to, you know, take out the... Uh... Freaking superheroes, too, because they're, like, you know, a threat, too. Speaking of superheroes, uh, you know, like, uh, in The Incredibles? Oh, you keep pointing out these little kid cartoon movies that I watch. Well, I mean, Syndrome was literally, he wanted to be a superhero. 
But because he didn't have any superpowers, they like they rejected him. That was a copycat of that super uh, Superman villain. What's his name? Uh, fuck. What's his name? Um, the ball guy, uh, Lex Luthor, or whatever. Yeah, some people actually think that he was uh, not that bad. Although I'm not entirely sure I agree with that. So, but Syndrome, he basically just wanted to be a superhero. He got rejected, so he started making superheroes with the philosophy that if everybody's super. Nobody's super. I mean, I could see it, you know. Mr. Incredible was his childhood hero. All he wanted to do was help him. And all he did was get rejected and tossed it aside. Got told to go home. So, yeah, Syndrome is definitely, you know, he's not he's not a bad guy. He's just been rejected his whole life. <laughs> that reminds me of that uh, villain from uh, Megamind. You know, that guy that, you know, they gave him powers and he used it irresponsibly, you know. And then he ended up becoming a villain. I feel like that guy was given a chance to be good and turn out evil, whereas Megamind was never given a chance to be good. Like the person he grew up being evil, living he in the grew prison. Up being evil because the only thing he ever knew was was the only thing he ever knew growing up was being the lesser between the two. He we was always the second, always. Was Megamind a bad guy? Was he a good guy? Um, I don't think he was a bad guy because. Uh, the boy, you know, the guy that's his rival, he, like, when they were, when he was gonna go off the planet, he was, like, a main person to him. So. What's that guy's name, the superhero's name? Was it, well, I mean, let's just call him Brad Pitt, all right? Brad Pitt. All right, yeah, we'll just call him Brad Pitt. Then we'll call him Megamind Will Ferrell, so <laughs> make it a little bit easy. Yeah, I just, I just feel like all these so-called bad guys are just getting a bad rap you know you hear you see the story of the good guy all the time and you you see why they're you know the, the main you know the bad guy in the story is the reason why they're good but you know what made these guys bad you know like i want to hear their side of story like in that movie wreck it ralph okay they're having that convention you know and they're all like just because we're bad guys doesn't mean we're a bad guy I was actually trying to find that quote, could not figure out what movie it came from. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but to answer your question, uh, the hero from Mega Mind is uh, Metro Man. Oh. oh, Metro Man. Okay, gotcha. He's just like the. Um, is it Pixar or Disney movie? I think it was Pixar. So he's like the Pixar Superman, and Mega Mind's like the Lex Luthor, right? But they kind of like flip flopped it where, you know. Megamind was a good guy, then the other guy, he's still a good guy, but he just uh, didn't want to do it anymore. It's a sure. uh, DreamWorks animation. Oh, DreamWorks. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I think Megamind is a little underrated, though, because it came out along with some other movies and it got overshadowed by those movies. I think in The Incredibles 2, there's, I've never seen a second one, but I think there's a, the villain in that supposed to be, you know, misunderstood as well. I've seen it, but I just don't remember the movie. What other villains do you think get a bad rap? Riller. I'm not entirely sure on that one. He places bombs over across the city. Yeah, so. but he, he does it the good way by getting clues of where they're at. So it gives Batman a chance to find them and deactivate them before they go off. Because he thinks he's like the smartest guy. <laughs> All he's trying to do is try to make Batman smarter. And that's why he gives these riddles. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean. Me either. <laughs> you disagree with that? Yeah. Why? I feel like I, I feel like Riddler is just toying with Batman more than helping him. Yeah. Well, jokes on Riddler because all he's doing is making Batman smarter. 
I mean, that is a possibility. I mean, Batman's already fucking smart, but he's probably like, huh, I'm not good with riddles, but I'm going to get good with it because of the riddler. I mean, it's a lot of guff to call yourselves the world's greatest detective. I mean, where does he get off? Right. <laughs> probably in his mansion. The Batcave? Watch, we're going to find out like decades from now that the actual bad guy is probably like his butler Alfred or something. Some <laughs> bullshit. That would be kind of ironic. Well, as a villain enthusiast, as, you know, C-Roller over here. Put well, it. You're the one that said you like bad guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. We don't like the B word, buddy. Okay? <laughs> we don't take we don't like that B word. But the one that comes to mind, you know, it's pretty it's pretty well known now because of the movies and the TV shows, but you know, Johnny Lawrence from from the Karate Kid, Cobra Kai, you know, like poor guy. Like he was just minding his own business, having a summer of his life. Some guy comes up, Ralph Macchio comes up out of nowhere, hitting on his girl. Keeps giving him cheap shots. Has an old guy beat him up. Like, he's just trying to live his life, you know? He's just trying to be the greatest karate person out there. You know, his sensei was, his sensei was a dick, for sure. But, like, so, come on now. In this case, I think the bad guy is... He's painted as a bad guy, but I feel like his sensei probably was probably the real bad guy in this situation. Yeah, but he's looking at the movie. And then, and then you know, at, even at the end of the tournament... Illegal hit to the kick to the face. Come on now. Like, this is this is a world championship tournament. Where were the refs in this? Like, well, realistically, nowadays you have to wear a helmet and you can't kick each other in the head. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, the poor guy. And if you watch Cobra Kai, you know, the first episode, you just see where that 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 moment just ruined his whole life. You know, like he became an alcoholic. He's sitting at home, you know, his kid don't want nothing to do with him now. Like, like, ever since that moment, ever since Daniel LaRusso came into his life, he ruined it. I kind of feel like that's a bit extreme, though, to blame him for all that, because he still could have turned his life around. But how? Wow, everybody hated him. He was all for two. He was a popular guy, and then he got, he made everyone hated him then. Right. I mean, was Ben Stiller the bad guy in Dodgeball? I mean, <laughs> he was a douche, but he just wanted people to get in shape. I'm just saying, Johnny, I got you. So, what other, like, um, villains? Or not villains, misunderstood, you know, villains out there that you know about. I saw another one. Uh, you know, you've seen the movie Carrie? I watched oh, clips of it. Yeah, I I think I know where you're going on this one. Yeah, I mean, she was a poor teenage girl who just wanted to go to prom, being picked on her whole life. This is an older she was movie. absolutely both. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is an older movie, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? And she, um, they she met a boyfriend they, or whatever. They, and I was going to they remade oh, okay. the movie, but the original one, I believe, was in 76. Yeah. I mean, did she go on a, you know, a killing, you know, rampage? But yeah, but look what she you know. was bullied. And what triggered what triggered her rampage was actually literally not even her fault. They they set up a trap for her and dumped shit on her and yeah. it just triggered her. Sabotage. Indespicable. Honestly, until I went to do this research, I did not think she was the villain of the movie. I, I actually thought she was the victim. Yeah, because her uh, new boyfriend was the uh, bad guy, right? He's the one that made, you know, these two guys go out in the woods and shot him, right? Is that the movie? No, that's the one where, like, she goes, like, to prom. And then they, oh, like, shit, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the movie Heather, sorry. Oh, you're fine. But, yeah, like, I I honestly never thought that she was the bad person in that movie. Like, still, like, until I went to do research, I, I actually never thought about it that way. Because I was that adamant she was justified for what she did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
she slayed a whole you know auditorium full of people. But yeah, they deserved <laughs> it. Yeah, for sure. She pushed her buttons. Have any of you watched the Jungle Book? Oh my god, I researched this one this morning. You stole it. That freaking tiger or whatever, he's not the yeah, bad sure guy. Not. He just he's just trying to help the animal kingdom, you know, not being taken over by humans. Yeah, he's trying to protect his environment yeah. and animals in it. He actually knows that like humans destroy the jungle with their fire and like they tear down trees and stuff and, and then some little boy in bre- red breeze, you know, comes in, you know. Yeah, he's terrified of this kid because he knows what humanity's capable of. Once again, common theme. But he's also terrified of fire and the and what people can do with it. So he goes out of his way to make sure the kid doesn't get a hold of fire. And he still does. And he So you're saying like people like or like animals like Scar's not a bad person either, or a bad animal because he was trying to stop he, he was Scar, trying to stop inbreeding speaking with of, the lions. Speaking, speaking of Scar, like first I want to hit the, the hyenas. I don't believe the hyenas were actually bad. All they wanted was food. They just had a shitty leader. Because, like, the hyenas were just trying to follow Scar to get food, but Scar was a terrible leader to them. Yeah. I mean, he did accomplish some things, but in the end, he, he first of all, he treated them like shit. Right. And then he treated all the rest of the animal kingdom like shit as well. Later on in, in this episode, I want to talk about another topic about games that where you can either become the bad or good guy in the game if you guys are you know wanting to talk about that uh if we get around to it but i also want to talk about scar because there is a although he's pretty bad in like the lion king there is a there's like a a different series that it's like supposedly based off of in which scar's original name you learned that it came from uh well first of all it came from him trying to fight a beast and getting a scar and that's why he's now named scar but before that his name was literally garbage garbage he was the he was the uh underappreciated son where as mufasa was the was the favorited one so it's like game of thrones like he's like the piece of shit one they're like all right come on all right, I got. He's you. the jaded brother, you know. He's the the ugly headed, you know, stepchild. Like nobody wanted to pay attention to him because he looked different. <laughs> he wasn't Mufasa, so no one cared about him. And um, actually, it's kind of accurate with Lion King because, like, um, female lions are more attractive to lions with uh, lighter, uh, lighter hair, or whatever the color is. Scar had black hair, so he probably didn't attract the female lioness as much as what you know, I Mufasa did. Not did. Know that. Yeah, well, yeah. Scar's backstory is kind of tragic too. Does it justify what he did? Probably not. Fun fact for all you guys to watch. It's definitely, I could definitely see where Scar was coming from, though. Yeah. His family pretty much treated him like shit, so he eventually got revenge and t- took the kingdom. And every Disney movie has some kind of, like, thing where it's, like, betrayal and all that stuff. Like, look at Cinderella, her two evil, what are they, half-sisters or stepsisters? Step-sisters. They're stepsisters. Sisters. They weren't bad guys. They were just trying to, you know... Yeah, they're just trying to find a husband. Uh, yeah. I, I I disagree with Me that. Me too. Because although their goal of trying to get a husband could be seen as not bad, the way they treated Cinderella was absolutely horrible. I, I mean, agree with Nate. I mean, she's being smug, walking around. Look how pretty I am. Look how yeah, small exactly. She's like, she was like sweet. Here's the thing: she wasn't like that before she got the dress and the stuff. She was actually basically a slave girl to her stepmother and stepsisters. Well, she she actually did all the co- she did all the cooking and cleaning and dressed in rags. That's why the prince couldn't actually 
That's why the prince had a hard time figuring out who she was, even because he's dumb. He had, like, like he had to put the slipper on. <laughs> if you because, if you play a robe on right now, I'm be like, huh? I don't know you anymore. You, you know, like he, like after that night, she went back to her poor rags. Even when the king or even when the prince saw her, he still had to put the slipper on because he's like, there's no way this beautiful princess is this girl here. See, and that and that and that's what's wrong with that guy. He's, yeah, he's okay, smug. I, yeah, I agree. He was I smug. agree with that. He yep. was smug. All he cared about was what she looked like. And the fact that he couldn't recognize her in a nice, pretty dress without without her wearing a nice, pretty dress says a lot about his character yeah, and, it and a, her it character. It takes like a, little, matter. What, a high heel oh, I, to I, even find out who she is. Like, what the fuck is up with that? I, I agree. I agree with that one. But I cannot just. I'm going to go around with a tape measure and measure, measure everyone's foot to see, you know, who. It, and, and the stepmom, you know, the, the dad was so focused on the daughter. He didn't pay attention to the rest of his kids, you know, rest of the, even though they were stepkids, they were still his kids. So the way that he treated their family was a result of why the stepmom and the stepsisters treated Cinderella the way she did. Boom. I feel it's a little bit different. I feel like it's a sinking yeah. situation on that one where he treated the stepmother too good and that allowed them to, to, to treat her however they want well we can agree to disagree then you guys play a lot of games right yeah have you played a game where like you're the hero but you actually might be the bad guy and the bad guy is actually the good guy like think about it, like games like fallout 4 right yeah at the end of it wasn't you're like your son the one that was in control of that or something like that think so there's there's another game called infamous that where you can actually pick to either be the villain or you can go and be the good guy you can actually play it play it both ways and it's it's really fun especially doing the bad guy i kind of like that idea of being able to choose i mean it started out with fable because you know fable kind of like really reached out to like if you want to be the good guy or the bad guy in the storyline I definitely agree with that, but I don't think there was enough of the story element because regardless of whether you did good things or bad things, most of your good or badness really just reflected on how NPCs treated you and not how the story played out. Because everything you did still had to follow a certain line of progression. Yeah, but you get different powers, you know, you know, leading into like the darkness. And if you're good, you get all the powers because you go good and then you go bad and then you go wherever you want. Yeah, but that takes forever. No, it doesn't. Just explo- exploit the infinite money glitch. I mean, like games like Skyrim, you just you donate to you just donate to the two temples till you can become fully evil or fully good. It was that I easy. Che- I cheated the system. All right. So I, I went around hacking people for no reason, even though I could just donate shit to the temples. Huh? Yeah. Oh. That took me forever, like hours and hours and hours of gameplay, just to even become <laughs> evil. Well, there's other games too, like besides Fable. Like Fable opened the door, you know, for decision making and stuff like we yeah. want to do then mass effect you know you can do the same you ever play mass effect oh yeah yeah mass effect you can either be a good guy or a bad guy you can treat people like shit you can either you know be a good guy or a bad guy so and whatever decision you make in the game will unlock different characters later on now to a certain extent you could do that in the outer worlds because you can choose different factions and side with either of them and you could like side with the evil corporation or the rebellion or whatever so you can you could choose your own path you could choose to be whatever you think is evil or good so i mean what was your guys's favorite game that you know with decision making you know for good and bad 
Um, I gotta say the what I mentioned earlier, Infamous. It's it's a really really fun game. It's the first and second one. I never played it, but I watched like I wanted to play it. I went, but I don't have the system to play it. It was uh, excellent. Personally, for me, it, it's got it's got to go back to the to Fable, as you were saying. Oh, Fable was your favorite one, like Skyrim. Don't yeah. you know none of them. I mean, Skyrim was good, but I. Fable is the only one I've played through multiple times. Which Fable did you play? The first, uh, second? First. I, I played first and second one, but I, I won the first one I played like with the Lost Chapters uh, DLC. Fable 2 just was not as interesting to me because they, inter- they introduced, uh, basically introduced uh, guns into it, and I thought that was a little weird. They went... They went with like flintlock rifles or something like that, and you can't do that. Like to me, <laughs> to me, that that world exists as a fantasy sword and shield and magic type of setting. And when you introduce guns, it just it takes away from it. Yeah, because you know the reason why I went into this you know conversation because there are like a lot of games where you were actually doing the bad guy's job and not realizing, like games like Mario. No, we already talked about Mario, but. Just once again goes back to how the the bad guys are being mistreated because yeah. they're doing what the the good guys want. You know? Yeah, but I'm just like talking about the you know like yeah, I got you. the games and stuff. And um, for example, um, Doctor Cortez, you know, from Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, he was a bad guy, but he created a good guy. You know, so how bad could he be? You know, but then he went on a rampage trying to destroy Crash Bandicoot <laughs> and Crash. <laughs> He gave him a hug in one of the scenes. He's like, you know, give him like a big ass hug. And Dr. Cortez is like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> but with video gaming, um, Halo, since this guy right here is a genius with it, is the Covenant bad? I've never played Halo, so I, I wouldn't know. Well, Destiny copied it. Whoa, 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 guy. Whoa, guy. The creators are the same, are, are the same for each franchise. I don't know if they necessarily copied it. Some of the armor looks similar. But... All right, so I want every name. Of every worker for Halo and every name of everyone from Destiny, and let's see if well, all it's Bungie. Are... I just don't know if the workers are the same or whatnot. I mean, they have Master Chief and Destiny. They do. Yeah, he's an Easter egg. What's he doing in there? He's sleeping. He's dead. Oh, so it ties together, huh? Yeah, it's well, it's, it's, it's funny. They, they say that uh, like you can scan it like in the very first one, and it says, "Oh, this is a powerful guardian," uh, but. I tried to res him, and he told me that he wasn't ready to be woken up yet, so I came and find you. What a lazy ass. He needs to wake his fucking ass up. Another hero being lazy. Well, he's been uh, doing That's stuff kind of That's here. basically like Captain Marvel showing up last minute, too. So I mean, if you're going to talk about it, talk about the Covenant, I feel like they're definitely misguided. They are ultimately the villains of the story because they want to basically activate the rings that will destroy the universe. But they think that they're doing good. Yo, well, they're like the wildlings, like uh, the wildlings from uh, Game of Thrones, right? The Arbiter is the one that actually ends up going against their own military and helping Master Chief. So the heretics are the ones that keep pushing the military forward to do something, despite humanity trying to show them the evidence that what they're doing isn't the right thing. I mean, the rings were designed to destroy the universe because of the flood. So they wanted to destroy the flood and they figured the best way to do it is just to kill everything. Like a like another uh, Big Bang thing. I I don't know exactly how it works. I just know it'll destroy everything. Almost like you know Thanos a little bit. Yeah, taking taking yeah. out half the population. Kind how of. do you, how do you feel about so it? Thanos is not even a bad guy then? That's right. 
Oh my first god! Day. I, I didn't unfortunately, think about unfortunately, I have to disagree on this one because although I can see his justification, he's a fucking idiot. Yep. Wow. Not really? Wow. He's just like you suck. You suck. Why you would suck, you wipe you're out? You're good. Ha- you're good. You suck. All right, okay. I'm gonna get rid of the Here's people the thing that suck. Is, why would no, you wipe out half no, of half of li- half of living creatures across the universe? Yeah. When you could just double all the resources. Yeah, but where are these resources going to come from? If you keep more people, more and more people keep showing up, you're not going to have enough resources. He was trying yeah, to well, save the, the world. This is going have... right back to Jungle Book. Okay, let me ask you this. What happens if you have humanity? Right? We're going to multiply. Right. And we'll be right back there in like a couple of generations. You do it again. And then we, we didn't ha- solve and we... an issue. And then he has the means to do it. It's like you, a reset button. You didn't solve the issue at all. You push the reset button, it doesn't go away. It's still there. You can push it anytime you want. Yeah, you just push it every, you know, couple decades. So, so we're just gonna we're just gonna eliminate half of everything. It could have been a lot worse though. He's not like he's taking them and breaking their necks. It's in an instant. They don't feel. Is anything. it like all all life or like you know like deer? You know, yeah, like, and, oh, we're gonna and, eliminate deer. And look what know? he what he had to do to even achieve that. He had to kill. He had to give up the one thing he loved most. To be ordered to get that last Infinity Stone so he could do it, make it happen. If anyone's hurting, it's him. Because he has to live in a world now where the person he loves most is gone by his own hand. Don't you think that's a problem? The reason that challenge was set up was was to stop somebody from doing something like that? Maybe it's to understand that if you want want something good, you got to, you know. Sacrifice something. Yeah, you got to have to sacrifice. I still think you could just give more resources. Your reset button thing still works. No, they're, they're just going to eat it all, man. Yeah, I'll just keep hitting the reset button. So I'll be like half, another half, another half, another half. Double, like, all right, there's double, only like a quarter doubling, left. Keep another doubling. Half. Keep doubling. I mean, you could say the same thing on the other side. If you double resources, but that you're is, not killing that, that is back. We were talking earlier about lion connect to inbreeding. Then you got a bunch of you know people inbreeding then. Bunch of guinea pigs. Huh? Yeah, basically. Well, I mean, we don't want them. I still don't think that what he did was justified, especially since he had to sacrifice some an innocent person in order to get that last divinity stone. Yes, it may it may have been a hard choice for him, but he still had to do something that was <laughs> unnecessary. You know, you mentioned Cinderella earlier, uh, and I, it got me thinking about another one. Another supposed villain in a Disney in an old Disney movie from Beauty and the Beast. Guess on. Besides the fact that he's pretty much the alpha douche, I don't think he's as bad as as he's made to be. No, he he's he's a character that pisses people off early in the movie. That's basically what he was used for. There is the issue of him and. Him and Belle. When you grew because up, of, like possessiveness. When you were growing up and you watched that movie, when you seen him pull up in the movie, we were like, "Fuck yeah, I want to be like him when I grow up." No, <laughs> no one, no one ever said that. There is a slight issue with him and Belle, but outside of that, like his main villain arc is trying to take down the beast. If you think about it from his perspective, though, there is a beast that is. Basically capturing innocent people and yeah, holding like them in the Yeah, he's like a bear Tasmanian devil I mean, hog mix, I think you was, right? Somebody from your town gets captured by a beast and gets locked away in his castle. What are you going to do? I'll fight back. Would you not try to bust into his castle and save them? Yeah, I'll fight back. 
Can his oh, eyes, man. he's trying to Don't see. Well, he did it the wrong way. He should have hired, or he probably should have bought a bunch of catapults and wrecked the castle up before, you know. I mean, he did have a battering ram. I, I think. Mean, I mean, that, that don't matter. I would catapult the fuck out of it first, then use the battering ram. I think I could shut some light on Realistically, this. Realistically, right? Look at the time time period. People had arranged marriages. People were, were fixing each other up. Like, but yeah, you know, was she a person? Absolutely. But during that time frame, that's just how it was. I know. Well, here's the thing: is I know people are going to bring that up, so I figured I'd bring it up first. That's why. That's why I know. I think he just misunderstood. It's just the time frame and where we're at nowadays. Looking back at it, he wasn't a bad guy. He was just trying to get his girl back. I mean, the Beast was kind of the bad guy because he was kind of forcing like, someone to, you know, do stuff, you know, so he can get uncursed. He like uh, I mean, can, we, can we rename that movie Stockholm Syndrome the movie? Curse, so. <laughs> the what? Stockholm Syndrome the movie. If we're, if we're talking about if we're gonna keep going on this whole cartoon animated theme. What about uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Squidward? Poor guy. I don't think he's necessarily a villain, but he definitely is an antagonist. Plankton's the fucking villain in that movie, yeah. that show. And all he wants is a successful restaurant. Yeah, and he's got Mr. Krabs across the street just throwing in his face every day. Literally holding money, laughing at him. I mean, come on now. Like, and Mr. Krabs, the- he built a theme park one time that is super risky. You know what I think is actually kind of funny about that, though? This is what the Krabby Patty actually is. What is it? Crab, crab. Because <laughs> there, really like, there is literally, well, there is literally a scene like he he never ate his his crabby patties. There's a scene where he finally eats one. He's like, mm, this is what I taste like. Oh, oh. it's literally in the name too, crabby. Cannibal, crabby patty. So it's like in the name. Yeah, thank you guys for informing me on that one. But yeah, now, that, that show go, should not be for little kids. If we go back to Squidward, Squidward's just an adult. That's all it is. He's an adult. No, he's yeah. just a grumpy old man. He's an man. adult that doesn't like SpongeBob because SpongeBob is yeah. too much of an annoying he's young old. person. He's a wild, mean, obnoxious how do you guys feel if you have yeah. a three-year-old coming over to your place and fucking all your shit up, you know, on a daily basis? I'll yeah. grab him <laughs> and, and tell his parents. I mean, SpongeBob has like a mindset of a three-year-old, you know. And he's an adult. That would drive me yeah, fucking he, insane. I, I consider him more like a like a teenager. He may be an adult, but he acts like a teenager. He's blowing bubbles. <laughs> Do you see any teenager going outside and blowing bubbles? Yeah, just watch TikTok. True. That's just, that's for views. We'll keep on this animated thing and go to uh, Wally. Who is the villain of Wally? Autobot. Auto, yes. The autopilot wasn't really a bad guy. He was just told, you know, not to let the humans go back to Earth, no matter what, you know. Yeah, he was just doing his programming. Yeah, I mean, that's not really a bad guy, right? No. I mean, he didn't kill no one, so he's not a bad guy, but, but everyone, like, watching Wally was like, fuck Autobot, you know? It's like, it's not, it's not bad. Yeah. You guys are, like, living it up in space, you know, doing whatever the fuck you want. You can play tennis, but they're all too, like, fat to play tennis, aren't they? <laughs> oh, Wait, okay. I think I got a person to talk about. All right, who? The people that are protecting the vaults in Borderlands. Oh, Handsome Jack. He used to be actually a uh, good guy for a while, but then Borderlands, you know, decided to switch him off to be the bad guy. But actually, yeah. he was not really the bad guy. He just wanted, you know, to open, get to the last vault. They have a whole DLC uh, for him, don't they? Yeah, they made a whole entire prequel of Handsome Jack, actually. Okay. I think for him, he's just in competition with you for the same goal, I believe. Yeah, so I would not even consider him a bad guy, yeah. actually. 
See? So they made him a bad guy in the game, but he's not really the bad guy. If anyone that you should be saying the bad guy is or those bandits that's constantly, you know, trying to run up to you with a stick of dynamite and blowing your ass up. I'm glad you pointed that one out because I actually looked into that earlier today. So thanks. You're welcome. Bad guys rule. And heroes no. rule. That's right. All right. So I think we, we covered everything. I think we know where our positions on bad guys are. I mean, um, it just depends. They can either be like neutral or they can be, you know. I think there's fun. certain ones. It, that, it's, just, it's like a scale. You can either be super bad or you can be like right here, you know, middle. If it wasn't for the villains, these heroes don't even have a job. They're, you know, they're probably living off of our tax money, but, you know. Couldn't have I said think it better the best, the, the, be, the best thing to summarize some of this, I think, is that most villains think that they're right in their own story. I'm not going to speak for everybody here, but I think it's safe to say we all agree that that uh, bad guys rule and good guys rule. Yeah. Bump it. I don't know if I fully agree, but I think certain bad guys are justified in what they did at the very least. They they have a reasoning for what they did. I think we might have to do a part two on this, Nate. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> we'll come up with some more. I'll catch us in the next episode. I'm C. Roller. And I'm Willie. And here are our guests. Noah. Alex. I'm not cool. Bam. Yeah, you are cool. Thank you for watching. I mean, if someone kicked me into like an acid uh, bucket, I'd be, you know, fucking pissed off too, right?